Very often, the priests from St. Joe's are called to Condell Hospital, and usually you are called for uh, the anointing of the sick, but also for to give people the last rites. This is a very sacred time in somebody's life, and sometimes they're not aware they're unconscious because they're so sick, but sometimes they are. And uh, it is a time when families gather around them and are present, and they, they begin to speak at a very different level because they know that perhaps that the words they speak are the last words that they will say to each other. And it's something that I find very moving. And it also is something that gives me a great appreciation for the importance of family at, at, at important events in people's lives. And you could even go so far as the sacredness of the presence of family for people at many different events. As we see, family comes together for the baptism of a child. Family comes together here at St. Joe's for First Communions, confirmations. Obviously, family comes together for attending Sunday Mass together. And then we see at weddings and we see at, at um, weddings, we see at funerals, at times when people are sick, the importance of families. Families are always there at important events in people's lives. God creates family, and he has done so from the very beginning of creation. But in particular, when the people of Israel were living in slavery in Egypt, God said, I'm going to set you free, and I'm going to lead you out of the land of Egypt into a land of paradise, of milk and honey. And I'm going to do this for a reason. And the reason is that that, that you will live together as the people of Israel in such a way that everybody will know who I am. Because God always chooses other people to reveal his, his presence in the world. And this happens very beautifully. It can happen very beautifully in families. Friends that I know who are professors of community psychology, they speak about a healthy community by three words, bonding, reflection, and action. And they can easily reflect a family as well, can easily reflect the blessed trinity of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Because when we think about God the Father, we have to remember that God the Father is the initiator of relationships. And as we know from our faith tradition, that God constantly has to initiate these relationships. When the people of Israel disobeyed him and were taken into captivity by the Babylonians and the Assyrians, God restored them through the prophets. He sent him John the Baptist to prepare them for the restoration that Jesus would bring. So God is a God who doesn't let go. God is a God who is constantly recreating and sustaining relationships. 
And that is an important point we have to remember, that family and community never just happens. It has to be initiated, it has to be sustained, and it has to be recreated wherever it has broken down. So when we talk about having a strong family, we have to always remember family never just happens. It is something that everybody has a part to play in. And we have to be like God. We have to be godlike in playing our part in bringing out and sustaining the belovedness that every person has in that family. God the Son reflects reflects reflection. Yeah, bonding reflection. God the Son symbolizes greatly the second aspect of reflection. Let us look at what Jesus Christ, when he lived and walked among us, he went out to those who were in need of healing. He brought healing in people's lives. Woman, has no one condemned you? Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. The second aspect of what Jesus did was one of encouragement. He went to people, he took them by the hand and raised them up. That is why it is very important that we promote forgiveness and encouragement in families. Because when we promote forgiveness, once again, it is something that we have to make happen. When we promote forgiveness in families, we are saving families from the snares of the evil one. And the great snares of the evil one are those of resentment and guilt. And that is uh, something that we have to be on guard against, as God tells us. You know, because your enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, so easily we can be seduced into living a life of guilt or a life of resentment because of our experience in families. But what Jesus is wanting us to do, and what God the Son is inviting us into, is into reflection on who he is and what he is. Because he is pure forgiveness, that is offered to us, the fount of forgiveness that we are invited to drink from. And when we drink from that, then we will be able, we will be gladly able, the more we drink of it, we will be able to, to help people to become free from guilt and resentment. And we will be able to bring about words of encouragement for everyone in the family. And that very much reflects a God the Son in our lives. God the Holy Spirit is that of reflection. And what, people, what God did with the people of Israel, he, he gave them a specific task because he wanted them to go into the land of Israel and to create a beautiful society, a society of love, a society that seeks the good of each member in that society. And the world will not be on earth as it is in heaven until we have a society like this in the world in which we live in, a society that seeks the good of all people. But in particular, God said to the people of Israel, I have special care for the widow and the orphan, the most vulnerable people in society. 
And that is what families are called to do as well. They are called to reflect on the blessings that they have in their lives. And they are called to care for the last, the least, and the lowly, the most vulnerable people in society. Because then God says, when you do this, people will know who I am, who God is. So today, as we celebrate um, the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we are celebrating and asking for God's blessings on our own families as well. And to realize, yes, you know, there are some families that are dysfunctional. There are some families who have lots of issues to deal with. So what? That's part of life. We are not perfect like the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Nobody is. No family is perfect. But that should not deter us from trying to achieve what has been communicated to us on a day like today, from trying to understand the dynamics of the Father, the dynamics of the Son, and the dynamics of the Holy Spirit, and promote them in our lives, and in particular, in our families, so that not only the members of the family will have life and life in its fullness, but that all people who encounter that family will have life and life in its fullness. And finally, that it will be what God wants, that we should live on earth as it is in heaven.